Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Coffee with a friend is like capturing joy in a cup. Welcome to the Coffee with Jenny B podcast, hosted by Jenny B, a lover of all things coffee. Each week, Jenny will chat about connecting over coffee, what brings her joy, and everything in between. A lot can happen over coffee, so grab a cup, sit back, and enjoy. Now, here's your host, Jenny B. Hello and welcome to the show. People will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. I love this quote by Maya Angelou. It's really about how you make people feel. It's the impressions that you make. It's the kindness. It's the compassion. It's the empathy. It's the care. It's showing that you are there for them. And that got me thinking about an evaluation that I read the other day. As an instructor, students, after you're done the class, will complete an evaluation and they indicate whether they're extremely satisfied, satisfied, you know, neutral, or the opposite or not satisfied or extremely not satisfied. And there's the opportunity for them to offer comments about your class and you, you as the instructor. And I was reading this evaluation and the comments that the students had made about me really made me feel special, feel that I was making a difference and that they recognized that, yes, rubrics are important, grades are important, completing your assignments are important, and the learning outcomes are important. But in between all of that is what are you offering to them that is a gift or a piece of yourself. You're sharing your knowledge, your experience, your expertise, showing kindness, caring, understanding, talking to them, not at them, to them, listening being open to questions, being there not as their instructor, but perhaps as a friend. Or sometimes I like to think that I'm more their mom <laughs> than the instructor, because even though I offer them exactly what they need in order to pass the course, 
and of course, gain some knowledge and some experience, I guess, or some practical information. It's coming out of it feeling that someone noticed them, someone cared enough to listen, was sympathetic, empathetic to life when it throws you curves. You know, life gets in the way. They can't finish an assignment. They need an extension. They come late to class. They miss a class. It's not the end of the world. Again, I want to talk about kindness because that's a word that I get a lot. (laughs) It doesn't cost anything to be kind. It's the little things in life that really make a difference. It's wondering how people perceive you. Are they seeing that you are caring? Again, I use that word caring. Are you making a difference in the world? Are you more about sharing yourself? versus what you are. It's who you are. You know, research shows that there's a strong correlation between kindness and happiness. Because when you are kind, when you smile at someone, when you open the door for someone, when you do something for someone without being asked, without expecting anything in return, perhaps doing something anonymously because you want to help, you want to make a difference in someone's life. Don't you feel that sense of happiness, that sense of warmness, that feeling that you not only made someone's day, but you also made your day? But imagine for a moment that you were not here. You were not in your family's life, friends, colleagues. I think about my favorite movie, It's a Wonderful Life. And I think about George Bailey imagining that his life is over, and feeling that sense of despair and saying, I wish I'd never been born. And of course, Clarence, the would-be angel, helps George to see what life was like without him. And of course, it was very different from the life that George had been living. And it made George realize that, you know what? He did have a wonderful life. No, it wasn't perfect and there were ups and downs. And, but at the end of the day, he was able to realize what an impact he had made to the people in his life. And what kind of impact are we making on the world? What kind of impact are we making? to those loved ones, to our friends, 
I had a conversation just this past weekend with uh, someone who was talking about meeting up with a school friend. I guess it had been 10 years since they had connected. And this friend came up to her and gave her a big hug and said, it's so nice to see you. I'm, I'm so glad we ran into each other. I just want to tell you how much of a difference you made to me. And started sharing all the things that my friend had done. And when my friend was relaying the story to me, she said, you know, I didn't even remember half of what I did, but obviously it made an impact on this person who still remembered it 10 years later. We don't know what kind of an impact we're making on people. And I'm repeating that again because even with my podcast, I don't know who's listening. I don't know who needs to hear the message that I'm sharing or the message that I'm relaying through an interview with someone. I hope that I'm making a difference. I hope that I'm giving some hope to those that are listening. It's providing that sense of connection, letting people know that they're not alone. Again, it gets back to compassion and empathy. I want to share a book that I recently read. The author's uh, Mitch Album. He wrote the book Tuesdays with Maury. And the book that I'm referring to, though, is The Next Person You Meet in Heaven, which is a sequel to The Five People You Meet in Heaven. And the premise is that in the first book, someone dies and goes to heaven and meets up with five people who shared how he had touched their lives. And they taught him about the meaning and the value of his life. Now, in the sequel, it's a young girl who also dies as she gets older, goes to heaven, and meets up with the character from the first book that I was mentioning, and also other four other people, so again, the five who told her how much she meant to them and what an impact she had made on them and gave her the sense that her life had meaning and that every ending has a beginning. It also made me think about, do we wait until we're no longer on this earth and it's our funeral, and someone is giving a eulogy, sharing their thoughts about your life. Now, I don't want it to seem morbid because it's a fact of life. You know, death and taxes, we can't avoid them. <laughs> but it's the eulogy, and someone is sharing their thoughts. And it's other family members, perhaps, who are getting up and talking about 
what you meant to them, sharing personal stories, sharing anecdotes. Perhaps some of it is a little sad, some of it is a little humorous, but it's sharing the love. You know, you don't want to ever really celebrate anyone's death, but you're celebrating their life. You're celebrating how they lived. Again, that impact that they made on your life. And I started thinking about the idea, wouldn't it be kind of cool if you could write your own eulogy? Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. So just imagine. Imagine sitting down and writing down all the things that you've done in your life. And it's not where you went to school, where you worked, you know, not really your hobbies, but what kind of person would you describe yourself? So if you were talking about describing who you were, would you say that you were kind, you were generous, you were loving, you were a good friend, or would they say that you were a workaholic? that you were impatient or any of the other things that they might say about you. So if you were going to write your eulogy, think about how you would like to be remembered and think about all the things that you would imagine people would be saying about you And if you're not doing it right now, you have that opportunity to turn it into action. Because if you think about a a thought, there's a trigger, a thought, and then there's an action. And when you think about dogs, for instance, you know, dogs love you unconditionally, they are loyal. They think that you are the best person in the world. You are their person. You are their favorite. And so be the person that your dog thinks you are. (laughs) I've always loved that. Because unless you're a really mean person, chances are you're you're really loving towards your, your dog. And play with them and pay attention to them. And cuddle with them, and show them the love that they show you. So again, you know, be the person that your dog thinks you are. But back to the eulogy, I started thinking that that might be an interesting assignment for my students. It's not going to be graded, but just to bring up the idea of if you were to Maybe think about 
how people would remember you, what would you say about yourself? It's a great opportunity to do some self-reflection. Because most of us, myself included, we immediately go to the negative. We don't take compliments seriously. Oh, you know, that was nothing. Oh, yeah, you know, it, it, it's okay. Instead of saying, no, I'm glad I was really able to help you. Or I'm proud of the things that I'm doing. Acknowledging that, yes, I am a kind person. I do show empathy. I do show compassion. I try to be the best person I can. We're not perfect. But it's thinking about all the good things that we do. It's getting back to paying it forward. You know, when you're in the drive-thru at Tim Hortons or Starbucks, and you want to pay for the person behind you, you don't know who they are. That's a stranger. But just because you want to pay for their drinks, and again, you're not expecting anything return, so you drive up, and then the person comes to the window, and they said, oh, the person ahead of you just bought your order, your drink, whatever it is. And you feel that sense of gratitude and that sense of happiness. And it's made your day. It's made your day that somebody cared enough to want to buy you coffee. <laughs> and you may decide that you are going to pay it forward. And then perhaps maybe not that day, but maybe another day, you'll pay it forward and you'll buy someone coffee. And I know that there are a number of coffee shops and restaurants uh, in Winnipeg and I guess all over the world that allow you to pay it forward. Now, I believe it's Hildegard's. Um, last time I was there, you could pay, I think it's $2 and you pay, you buy this little button. And so then if someone's coming in who can't afford to buy a beverage, then they get a free beverage because you've already paid that forward. So thinking about, you know, it's the little things that really make a difference. And at the end of the day, you can ask yourself, did your life matter? Were you able to fulfill your life's purpose? Did you touch people along the way in a sense that made them feel something special. It doesn't take much to make someone happy. Here are some things that you can do. I mentioned about paying it forward. Give more. Giving can be subjective in terms of what it is that you want to give. Is it giving more time to your family? Is it giving more time to your friends? Is it giving more time to yourself? Is it volunteering? Is it buying someone coffee? You know, paying forward, giving something to someone. Sharing parts of yourself. That's giving part of you 
to share with someone else. Smile. A smile is contagious. Thinking about smiling at people and having them smile back at you. A smile not only lifts the corners of your mouth, but it also makes you feel happy. You know, think about answering the phone and smiling when you say hello. I'm smiling as I'm recording this because it makes me happy to be happy. It makes me happy to share myself and to make others happy. So, yes, smiling. A smile is a gift that can be returned to you. Helping others. You know, that's a little different than giving, but helping others. Again, holding the door for someone, somebody struggling with packages, someone is in need of assistance, and going up and saying, Can I help? Can I help? And most people will say yes and are grateful for it. It makes you feel that you've made a difference to someone. It doesn't take much. Can I help? Saying thank you. Not just thank you when someone does something for you, but it's acknowledging the people in your life. Writing thank you notes. How many of us don't do that? You know, it used to be when you were a kid and you got birthday presents or Christmas presents and your parents would say, you know, make sure you write a, a thank you note to Auntie, Auntie Mary for that pair of gloves that you got for Christmas. You know, when you get married and you receive gifts, writing thank you notes. Thank you for the beautiful vase that you gave us. We will put it in our dining room and we'll treasure it. Sending thank you notes to your friends just because. Thank you for being my friend. Thank you for being there for me. I just want to say how much I appreciate you, how much I value you. And when I think about the idea of being valued, people want to be seen, want to be heard, and want to be valued. They want to know that they matter. And so by thanking them, acknowledging them, you're showing that, yes, they do indeed matter to you. And create more love in your life. That goes hand in hand with giving and helping. But it's being present. It's showing that you are there. When you are having coffee with someone, you're not on your phone. You are being present. You are creating the love in that moment by being there with that person, showing them that you care, that the other person matters, showing that there's a connection between the two of you. It's showing love to yourself. How many of us don't do that? 
You know, you think about self-care. You think about spending time with yourself. It's important that you show yourself some love. Because if you can't love yourself, how can you love anybody else? I know that sounds a little harsh, but you need to find that joy. You know, where is the joy? What gives you that energy, that spark, that feeling that you matter? So creating some love in your life. Thinking about how easy all of this can be without any thought of how you can do it because you can just do it. And by doing that, you are leaving a lasting impact, a lasting impression. The other thing that I wanted to mention as well is giving someone a compliment, complimenting them on anything. You have a lovely smile. I love those shoes. That color is fabulous on you. I love your hairstyle. It doesn't matter what it is. You're paying them a compliment. And there's a reason why that there is a world compliment day. <laughs> it's, it's a reminder that it's important to compliment each other. Again, it's showing that you care. It's showing that you notice. You notice someone. They matter to you. So along with a smile and showing a compliment or giving a compliment, you're giving them a gift. You're giving them a gift of yourself. And by being the person that your dog thinks you are, by showing kindness, by showing empathy, compassion, caring, creating joy and love, you are leaving a legacy of the wonderful person that you were, the wonderful person that people will always remember. So until next time, think about the impact that you are making on the world. Think about the impact that you can make on the world. As Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. Thanks so much for listening. If you like Coffee with Jenny B and want to know more, connect with Jenny on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. That's Jenny with a G. Until then, all you need is joy and more coffee. Produced and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company. You looking to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness? Then check out the Natural Man podcast. Join me, host Mike C, as we explore all areas of human wellness, physical, mental, and emotional. Learn strategies to optimize your own well-being and be in the driver's seat of your own health. Remember, your doctor works for you. Learn biohacks, neurohacks, ways to improve sleep, and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, The Fountain App, and at naturalmanpodcast.com.